0: And a dash of.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the CuddyCast. Um, I am joined with my host, Aryan Kumar. I am Arsato, Damien Arsato. Um And today's topic is going to be... I'll let you say it.
0: Uh, about mental health and the perception of it in the media, especially yeah. in recent times. Yes. Um, because, I mean, I don't think it's... We don't have to tell anybody, but Cudi's pretty important when it comes to the mental health discussion. And I think before we analyze his music, it's kind of important to see where we are right now, uh, in part because of him.
1: Yeah. And you know what's funny is actually I was, you kind of stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was going to say something along the yeah, lines. Yeah, great minds like, think alike. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, But no, seriously, I do think that if we're going to go into Kid Cudi's music, I feel like having more of a, what's the word I need here, give give the audience an idea of how we kind of dissect things in general, just as an overall conversation here about mental health, I think would be a good precursor into getting into his music and just how we feel about mental health in general and giving kind of our opinions like uh, face first that's the word I want to use I think is a good way to introduce the audience to not only us but our kind of way of thinking
0: yeah exactly so
1: um I think we should start diving in so obviously Kid Cudi has had a huge impact on the discussion of mental health not only in like what's the word I want to use here not only in terms of media but also in terms of like rap music, rap music. Yes. Um, would you not agree?
0: Well, of course I'd agree. I, I, it's pretty hard to deny that point.
1: Yeah. I think most people who you'll see are Kid Cudi fans usually, especially if you need to like browse a subreddit or anything or browse Twitter at all is awful as Twitter is. <laughs> um, I think that you'll notice a lot of them tend to talk about mental health issues often because that's what Kid Cudi focuses on in a lot of his music. I mean, yeah, and like
0: even listening to interviews by a couple artists like uh, Travis Scott and stuff, they talk about how Kid Cudi saved their life.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious just from even the first opening chords of soundtrack to my life, or excuse me, the first opening lyrics to it. He says, you know, I got 99 problems. And they all bitches. <laughs> um, I, I, obviously, just the theme of that whole song. And that and Day and Night being sort of, well, Day and Night being the much more popular song. Soundtrack Direct to My Life being the opening to his first album that came out, I think is a very good precursor for the rest of his career and what he's going to talk about. I mean, of course, In My Dreams is technically the first song on there, but that's very much an intro track. like uh, Like the nice soundtrack opening to a movie, you know? Just looking at some of the lyrics, you know, stuff like, uh, since my father died, I ain't been right since, kind of just lays it out all, all for the audience to see. You know, it kind of lays out some of the reasons for his issues and some of the issues he has, such as, you know, uh, uh, oh, hold on, I need to look up the lyrics to this song really quick. I should have done this before we started. Like,
0: like, like, like dealing with his father's death at a very young age, especially to something as horrible as cancer. Yeah kind of really makes uh, makes many people think about the importance of having a core strong family.
1: Right. I mean, not only that, but kind of just spinning out his issues like in the very first sort of track on his album kind of gives like this precursor to his entire career. You know, I'm, I'm kind of repeating what I said earlier, but I'm just looking at some of the lyrics here where he says, you know, even in the chorus, I've got some issues that nobody can see and all of these emotions are pouring out of me. It kind of gives you, the viewer, makes you feel like you're really going to look into the personal feelings of this man that you're listening to right now. And I think during that time period, and even in general, I think was a very big deal for somebody as an artist, especially a um, hip hop artist, is a very big deal because not a lot of people were willing to put their emotions and put themselves on the line.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, sympathy versus empathy. He was very much empathizing. He was kind of like climbing down into the deep hole with us and kind of telling everybody that, hey, I've been here and I understand. And I understand exactly what it's like.
1: And that wasn't something that a lot of people had in the media during that time period. You know, there was obviously 808s and Heartbreaks and obviously some other artists that had a lot of emotion put into their work. But breaking into the mainstream culture like that was something like day and night, or even, you know, kind of touches on that and feelings of depression um, and kind of coping with it by uh, u- drug use, I think was very important to have because it showed that people had real problems. It was real people with real problems right to your ears, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, the, uh, we, we shouldn't we shouldn't go in circles here trying to discuss you know all the impact that kid Cudi has had on mental health and stuff because i think most of the audience knows you know what i'm saying about the whole impact that he's had because that's kind of what the precursor to his entire career is is that he's the guy that talks about mental health issues and that's why people like him so much i think um
0: yeah and uh, and that impact particularly allowed or made it easier or I mean, you don't, I don't really know the true story, but definitely him coming in helped people like Kanye, Kendrick, and many other artists be more open about what what was going on in their head and laying it out for everyone to see and not being ashamed of who they are going through anything. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, even just looking at like 2016, I mean, while the conversation about mental health really evolved. Since he first started and put out Man on the Moon One. But even with, you know, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying coming out around that time period when he went into, uh, what was it? He went into, yes, rehab. rehab for his issues and put out that long open letter on Facebook. It really showed that he was a person who very much still has real demons and real issues to this day. And that it shows that even when somebody has a lot of money and fame, they still have issues. Nonetheless, even if they don't show it outwardly,
0: yeah the the mind's a scary monster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And of course, we shouldn't hop on his dick so fast. I mean, yes, we are a kid <laughs> cutting podcast, but I think kind of you know we shouldn't say like, oh, he's like the bastion for mental health issues. But he's definitely been a very large uh, spokesperson for it. I think ever since he kind of put out, started putting out his music and getting an audience, I think at least in the music world he's definitely changed a lot of conception about it. I mean, many people will cite him as an influence, namely Travis Scott, you know, like Lowe's, uh, Kanye, I mean, pretty much. Uh, yeah. And some other artists um, that I can't think of off the top of my head, but many people work with him and many people cite him as an influence, especially during the current wave of music where it's like
0: an emo rap. That's really... Okay taken storm in world
1: but I don't know I think the theming of his music is so important to kind of opening up that bastion of mental health discussion and kind of the theming of how, what it's like okay so the kind of point that I'm trying to get at here is that and we can start getting into you know like the second half of what I'm trying to get at here like you know what I'm talking about but yeah, yeah. where mental health, when it's put into art forms, mental health is important when it's more like something that the character has rather than being something that the character is. You know, being a personification of your issues does not make you a fleshed out character. You know what I'm saying? Like personifying right. somebody by their by, by their issues does not really make them a fleshed out character. I think that you have to have the character by themselves and give them some more Oh, what's the word I want to use here? Because I want to repeat character, but I don't want to repeat myself too much. By giving them more fluff and giving them more something to work with as a person, as a human being, because we're all... Basically more depth. Yes, more depth. Just like all people are, having those issues come in almost like as a backbone to why do they react like this? Why do they do this? Why do they feel this way? Makes them more fleshed out as a person or as a character, than if they were just justifying their actions in the first place by p- having mental health. Rather, it's their meant. What's the word I'm trying to get out here? Sorry if I'm twisting myself in tongues. Um, so kind of good to give an example as to what I'm saying here about letting mental health be like something, like a backbone to your character rather than the character in general. is like. I've known some people in high school, and I'm sure many of you can as well, who just kind of walk around a lot and they're really depressed and like they'll talk to anybody that they see that, you know, like, Oh, I've got depression, you know, I've got these issues. And while it's good to be upfront about them, I feel like you really shouldn't kind of shove them first things first in the conversation. Like you should kind of have a little more personality to you, you know, rather than being a walking personification of sadness and melancholy.
0: Yeah. You you just described me at 15. (laughs) (laughs) i was i was that guy i was that guy on campus like what it was i was always a sad person basically it was that like that's who i was there was no other defining characteristics about me and i think i kind of When someone pointed it out to me i kind of started to grow out of it because i was like this is i have other things and i should probably put that front and center and you know like let them find out about the rest later
1: yeah, no, uh, when I was, like, 14 and 15, like, I like I had some issues, obviously, and I never really told anybody, you know, like, oh, I'm depressed or whatever, but, like, I definitely really personified myself by all the shit I had been through, and been, like, you know, like, uh, like, I've been through so much dark stuff, and I'm so edgy, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like one of those edgy anime characters, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and it's like, they have no real personality besides having a tragic backstory. <laughs> It's like okay there buddy yeah yeah but what i'm trying to say here is that i think Cuddy does really well with making that a backbone to his character like for example like like
0: obviously yeah because his albums also have more of those upbeat moments and some tracks about just party or partying and yeah, like he, he not not directly linked to mental he health. He does really try to. He, he he mixes them.
1: He really tries to sound like a badass
0: sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like if you've like listened a, to him, especially especially like in the where it was pure rockstar vibe. Yeah,
1: where he's trying to sound like a rockstar and stuff. But um, I feel like you know that whole conversation I just had about being letting it be a backbone of you. And I'm sorry if this sounds really vague to somebody. What I'm trying to say though is that like somebody like Cuddy Or somebody like, oh, I don't know, Kanye or something where they have such a strong character, where they have other characteristics and other things to them, such as, you know, being like a nice guy, being caring about people, having all this other interesting personality stuff is really important to have because that's what most people relate to. You know, like they've got a personality, but at the same time, their personality may be shaped by mental health but that doesn't have to be their entire character, you know, and it's good to not let your mental health kind of define you, but rather, but let it be a part of you, you know, like make more of a character for yourself than just for your mental health.
0: Yeah. L- l- let the mental health be a part of a one part of the bigger whole rather than being the whole.
1: Yes. Like, you know, like I, I have, you know, I've had some issues with depression, but I think anybody who's ever talked to me could tell you that I've got a lot more character than just that, you know. Like it's such like I, I. wouldn't surprise me if people kind of forget that I. I have issues like that, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of people forgot Cuddy had issues like that until the, the Facebook open letter where. He talked about how burdensome all of it was. Mm-hmm. And how he wants to.
1: Well, I don't know if I. I don't know if I go that far. I do feel like I, it's yeah, yeah. Tech people still remembered,
0: but it was kind of like I don't know. It felt a little more in the background yeah o- over like the years moving, at least moving past it a little bit yeah although he did release beating bullet to heaven so i think mm, that was probably yeah. an indicator that he still had some stuff to work out Hmm. not not that it's a bad album. you know
1: what i'm saying here i think the audience can kind of get at the point i'm kind of trying to get at i think you kind of really yeah, it's, get to the it's, point it's really to get hard at.
0: to say it all in words it's sort of just i
1: don't it's, know it's just it's, something
0: you kind of have yeah. to know and it's yeah it's it's a there's a lot of nuance to it that's kind of you, you difficult yeah we need to bring to explain you like a psychologist but to, to break everything of, down for you to give more
1: nuance to what i'm the point i'm trying to get at here i think we should really get into kind of the commercialization of like the second point i'm trying to get at here or we're trying to get at which is the commercialization the sort of, uh, of mental the, health the
0: bad side of having it it be so so much more open than ingrained. it used to be
1: and ingrained into society yeah ingrained into culture too. i think that there's some really negative things that have happened because of it while there's is really good things where people are much more open about discussing their issues and having therapy and help for it i think that in the same way people try to benefit off of it by using it as a commercial point point. and my point in being like for example the 1-800 logic song <laughs> you know, like, as as much as that song is probably done, and I'm sure that he's probably donated a little bit to charities and whatnot, uh, I do feel like it was really kind of a cash grab.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, when you hear a lot of songs nowadays, or even in the culture where it's like, you know, like, don't give up, you know, like, you can make this fight the fight, you know, stuff like that, I do really feel like nobody really it doesn't do much for anybody you know to be told to keep fighting and stuff i don't really feel like it does anything for anybody you know
0: yeah yeah definitely there it there's that's obviously part of it like you don't you need more it's it's that's more and more in a a case of showing this difference of sympathy and empathy most people need empathy in their lives but they only get sympathy it's like saying hey you look really sad down there everything life must suck huh and then it's like, hey, you want the sandwich or something like it's like just completely disregarding the actual solution, yeah. which would be to climb in with them.
1: I see you're feeling sad today. I just want you to know that you're a good person. You know, who, who something like, that. like you can make it through the fight, you know, and it's like I feel like a lot of people really want somebody to really understand the things that they're going through and to really feel like. When people feel understood, I feel like they're much more receptive to getting advice like, and getting out of their issues.
0: And like when uh cutting on Reborn, when he says keep moving forward, that's an entirely different thing because he spent years empathizing with everybody, albums yeah, upon albums, com- and then and then he came out of rehab on top of all of that. So kinda it showed, but then to have someone like Logic kinda come in and drop the one eight hundred song, where I think in the past, I'm not a huge Logic fan, so I can only remember one or two songs where he actually discussed more deeper ingrained mental health issues that he dealt with, dealt with. but he never was this beacon he for didn't... anybody. He never, he was more of just kind of like, I want to rap and show everyone that I'm good. It was more so that was the point of his music over his being, uh, being someone, mm-hmm. a, a helping him. Sending okay. a message, sending a message.
1: And I feel like that's really a big issue with this is like people don't give themselves the depth necessary to make themselves the authority over something or give themselves the authority to discuss such a heavy topic as they do. And so when they discuss a topic like this, they don't have the prerequisites or at least even if they do have the prerequisites, people don't think that they have the prerequisites to really discuss this, give this topic justice. And so I feel like that's a huge issue with a lot of this. Yeah, and
0: you can. T- and if you have a if you have a cheer in your hook about talking about depression, then may- maybe don't make that song. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's also like many cases of the new with the emo trap wave. I, I don't have any specific artist examples. Oh, I can but give There are specific. many people there.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll give you some. Like, oh, yeah, go for it. Go for it. I don't care. Like if we shit on people too bad. Um. Juice World really if you listen to any of his music it's just breakup shit you know what i'm saying like it's just like you know like i do drugs well you know what i mean like i don't want to sound like one of those idiots it's like rap is crap music was better when john <laughs> lennon was beating his wife jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but um i do feel like a lot oh, of new God. artists tend to go into that emo trap where they're like like this is i'm sad my girlfriend left me I'm going to do drugs now to numb the pain, you know, and they kind of build that character for themselves from this like sadness. Like I'm trying to say here, you know, like from this outward way rather than having an inward outward, if you know what I'm saying. Like they try to to express this idea that they're like this speaker for this kind of sad breakup stuff and they feel these sad feelings, but they don't have the character to make us care about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have no character to them besides that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think he's more, he's more so, like, most of the emo trap is more for, like, helping sad people come out of sadness rather than being a helping hand to people who need to climb out of depression or other other things.
1: Yeah, it's more so just, like, kind of melancholy just, music. Yeah, especially with the words, are, you know,
0: where it mostly focuses on women who won't go out with them rather than specifically talking about, like, Actual life situations, yeah,
1: and it's kind of that pop sadness if that's the word I want to use here. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like
0: these really, yeah, yeah.
1: like these melancholy. Yeah, pop, pop
0: in general has gotten very really, like de-energized. Recently. Yeah, it's has really
1: sad stuff. You know, like it's discussing a lot more sad topics, especially even if, if you listen to like The Weekend and stuff. And I love The Weekend for the record, but you know, like it's got that really like melancholy feeling to it lately, where it's more my, dark. My
0: dear, my dear melancholy. Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying though. It's got, like, this this really dark undertone to a lot of it, but it's, like, dark to the point where it's just, like, you know, like, my girlfriend left me, she's cheating on me, or something like that, rather than really discussing, like, mental health issues in general, like, discussing, like, what it's like like to... They
0: don't don't have to.
1: No, they don't have to, but it's kind of that commercialization of kind
0: of... Of the, like, uh, kind of... I mean, like, 13 Reasons Why kind of, like, glamorizing and polishing... Sadness and presenting yeah, I it like fucking it's, it's this
1: You know what I'm saying? it's shit like that. Oh, it's shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's shit like that. Like, bro. Like, yes, people have depression and yes, they have suicidal thoughts. But you need to give the topic the weight that it deserves. You know. And I don't mm-hmm. think people.
0: I think I think they like that. That show like broke all of the requirements that you need to show depression in a TV show. Like they showed, or I think to present suicide in a TV show. Like they they actually showed how she did it and everything. Yeah, it was just yeah yeah. Just missed the just mark. Miss it. Just missed the mark, and then Selena Gomez comes in with, "This is very important, and I'm so happy to be involved with this." this is
1: so important. I'm glad that it can. Con- I'm glad that it can. Fuck. I'm glad that it can contribute to my paycheck. <laughs> God. Also, another example, and the
0: fact that like an animated show like Bojack Horseman dealt with the issues much better is a real testament to what can be done when care is put into something.
1: People don't understand that depression isn't just having these sad feelings. It's more so these feelings, just consistent feelings overall. It's not this sort of feeling of anxiousness where you feel like the whole world's going down, you know, like in a moment, like a heated. What's the word I'm trying to get at here? You know, like that moment of crisis when you feel like everything's just going to shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a very action movie type feeling. If that's the word I'm trying to get out here, that's how 13 Reasons Why" kind of dealt with it. You know, where like everything was going down, and she had these feelings where she was just like, you know, like the whole I mean, world.
0: It was ruined. like, I mean, uh, well, sorry, Spoiler alert to anyone who cares, but up until she got raped, there wasn't really it was just really mostly just basic high school things up yeah. until that point. And it felt kind of shoved in because it was like the writers were like, well, she doesn't really have a reason to kill herself. So let's just write this in as a plot point.
1: Spoiler alert, she kills herself.
0: Um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's like a minute in, right? Or at least we know that she's dead within a minute. <laughs> yeah. I
1: think that's the whole premise in general anyways. But nonetheless, what I'm trying to get at here is that Oh my God! They don't give her even the like the the character. to kind of y- people. Okay, what I was getting at with the whole depression thing is like it's not really just sadness, like violent sadness. If that's the word I'm trying to get at here, it's more so just this empty, dull feeling for the rest of the day. Where it's like, you know, like oh, I want to kill myself because life isn't going to really work out for me. I'm only going through the motions because that's what I have to do. And nobody really touches on, you know, like they like it rarely gets touched on. Just kind of the the boring stuff that goes on in a daily life of somebody with depression you know just staring in the room
0: sitting it yeah, at... it is because is, yeah if you made a real tv out oh of it holy shit would that be a boring i mean
1: no watch. shit because it's tv because... and immediate. and i'm not going to pretend like you know like they don't yeah, represent yeah. it right because you know it's an entertainment business but i don't frankly i wouldn't i fuck wouldn't no. want
0: to watch I'd, I'd need some fuck jump no yeah obviously I mean, I, I I live with it every yeah, day. But at
1: least, life. like, go, give a little credence to it. You know, like, at least discuss that a little bit. Like,
0: I, 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 I like like, yeah, yeah, Horseman, to like all the example. time
1: I spend just fucking sitting and thinking about all the shit that went on or sitting and thinking just stuck in my head, you know, like, you know, it's not touched upon like that. You know what I mean? You know, about all the time that you spend, like, thinking about everything into your entire life and how you're afraid of the future and how things are going to turn out you know, just kind of depression in general, you know, like suicidal thoughts and stuff. It's not even really is like, like the moment of climax where you're like, you know, I've got the gun sitting on the table, I'm about to shoot myself. It's more so just having these thoughts that kind of enter your head on a daily basis and just kind of sitting there and you think about it constantly, not necessarily where you're making a plan and everything, but where you think about like, what would I do? What would happen if I killed myself? Like, you know, would care you know like what would my legacy be et cetera, et cetera. you know what i'm saying stuff like that like it doesn't yeah. we don't get the credence that that deserves out of a lot of things that discuss mental health it's more so just like things are going to turn out fine you know this is going to be a good day we're going to have a good life i promise you'll make it guys you'll get through that depression you know but they don't spend the time talking about all the therapy that you have to spend all, you know the medication that some people might take All the difficulties that happen in a person's life with depression, and kind of learning how to cope with it and accepting that you have it in general.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to touch on that when we talk about all of this stuff. It's more so just our experiences with it, and I mean the reason mental health is so hard to cure is because it's so different for everybody else. So what works for someone will not work for someone else, and that's part of the reason why it's so hard and it can't be as simple as as some of these shows and media and everything tries to present it as it's very complex and i mean if 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 someone disagrees with whatever we're saying it's a completely valid feeling because that's your experience yeah
1: i think the hugest issue with kind of discussing it in some of the ways that they do with the positivity bullshit is that you can't cure it you can't cure mental health issues you can only cope with it you know what i mean And some days are worse than other days. Like you feel like you can't deal with it. And I feel like empathizing with it and making somebody really feel like that they can get through it because they have somebody there who's a strong support for them rather than somebody who's just going to, you know, like give them a hug and be like, it'll all be okay. I promise, you know, and that's good in some ways, but you really have to let the person think for themselves that everything is going to be okay. You don't just get to say it, you know what I'm saying? And expect them to feel that way in general. And I don't know I mean you know I don't want to repeat myself too much here but it's just such shit <laughs> it's such yeah. shit you know oh, yeah. uh, I don't know luckily
0: it's better than it was a decade or so ago overall because there's more resources and stuff but it's also you gotta you gotta pick really carefully yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, like, cause, and then, cause you have youtubers out here promoting scam websites like better help thinking that
1: yeah, fuck that shit. And uh, by the way, speaking of the one eight hundred logics, on you ever tried to call a suicide hotline? And for the record, no, I have not actually tried to call the suicide hotline for anybody. who's
0: thinking I have? Out of all but my if friends, you read that any... have called, they, none of them. None of them have told me to call you. And
1: if you read, if you ask anybody who's actually tried to call them, first of all, they have a waiting line, a waiting list, a very long waiting list. And I don't think anybody who's sitting seriously thinking you're killing themselves is really going to appreciate a waiting list. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you, you're <laughs> very important to us, but you know come back in 30 minutes you
1: gotta wait you gotta wait first um i mean obviously there is you know like yes it makes sense why there's a waiting list i'm not going to pretend that you know like well they should immediately answer because there's other people who's trying to call it but, but it's,
0: the, the point is that it's not like this be all end all solution that some people think it is
1: Yes. Like, I hate when people are always like, if you have issues and seriously considering suicide, talk, call the suicide yeah, hotline. And I think
0: that's the problem with it being the only thing that gets pushed so hard is that now it's like they're the only people that anyone bothers calling when we should probably have hundreds of hotlines. And I think we we might, but it's just not being promoted as much. Not Not even that. What I hate the most
1: about, like, telling people to call the suicide hotline is that people feel like that's like an end all be all solution, and they kind of push the issue to the background, you know what I mean? like it's right. like yeah, you I mean, know yeah, like, like- I'm sorry that you feel that way. If you have issues, please call this rather than actually trying to be there for them, you just give them this bullshit thing to do instead. Yeah. and rather than taking responsibility, well, not taking responsibility, but taking the initiative to go and help them yourself and actually make sure that they're okay, you just tell them to go do something else because you can't be bothered to handle it. you know what I mean? because you can't be bothered to help right. like uh, I mean
0: no one has any obligation to directly be that so strong support for anyone else, but it's kind of like it's it seems kind of fake when you just present a very simple solution to probably one of the most complex problems to face humanity.
1: Yeah, because there's no cure for it, you know. And it's like yeah, I think I still think still that's what it 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 should always day. be started
0: off. The discussion should always started off by like that. It, it'll never be hundred percent cured, but yeah, there there's ways to like, make it feel better and numb it more.
1: And it's like, I I think kind of a little bit of a misconception to people who don't struggle with mental health is that people have suicidal thoughts, even if they really consider suicide, and they might call the suicide hotline and get talked out of it, or they don't end up doing it. That doesn't mean that they're not going to think about it another time or try it. Even somebody who survives a suicide attempt, they might still try to do it at a future time, you know?
0: Yeah, you need a consistent, strong support and
1: Yes, it's just, or at least it's just a feeling that's
0: why, of That's why I think therapy overall is a better way to go. Yeah, and even that. I mean, but even that, it's like you have to find the right person. Sometimes it might not work, mm-hmm. and it's it's very it's very tough. It's very tough.
1: Yeah, and and especially the hugest thing about mental health issues, especially like depression, is sometimes like other you know, there's so many factors into it, but also kind of just where you're in in life. You know what I mean? Like, if you really want to get over some mental health issues, I feel like definitely feeling more secure in your life and having that kind of change in your life is really important to making you feel better as a person. And those don't happen immediately, those take years and a long time. Yeah. It's not just a change. Like, to have a change in a way of thought, you have to have a lot of experience and a lot of things happen before you can really have a big change like that occur. Uh, uh, just to kind of speed along things, Mm -hmm. but I, I mean, I do want to talk about just like, kind of the that anxiety hoodie we discussed a (laughs) while ago, because I feel like this kind of a good. I think
0: overall, a lot of these examples that we're using are fairly old because nothing recent has really swept up a storm like like Mm -hmm. the anxiety hoodie that went viral a couple months ago. The one eight hundred song, yeah. Nothing recent's been as viral. Which I think is a good thing because it feels like maybe hopefully people are taking more time and you know thinking about the effect. What they're going to say. So yeah, basically the anxiety hoodie uh, girl sells a hoodie and it's just the definition of anxiety on the back of the shirt of the of the jacket. I think she gives like a couple thirty forty percent to mental health charities, but pockets the rest, so keeps the majority of the profits. Which I mean. Like if people, I don't know, mm-hmm. if, people, if people buy it, I'm not going to really like walk up to the I people and be like, you're a horrible but... person, but it does come off as scummy when you try to, when you know exactly what's happening, because it's it's not news that this is a massive issue, anxiety, depression, all that is, it's not news that it's such a massive issue. People know that a lot of people deal with it and they know that that's like a market that they can group.
1: You want to hear a controversial opinion?
0: Yeah, go for it. Be
1: prepared for this. Be prepared for this, or I'll do a drum roll. (laughs) I support mental health issues. You want to hear this really outrageous take? Guys, I know people deal with depression and anxiety. (sighs) (laughs) Whoa! Whoa, dude, are you really just coming in here with flaming hot takes like that? Like, it's like, yes. Fucking, dude, every, you know, everybody and their fucking mother is always like, you know, like, depression and anxiety is a real issue in America right now. And, you know, everybody always wants to say that it's a huge issue all the fucking time. And then, you know, try and show support by showing awareness, mental health awareness. Like, you can get as much awareness as you like, kind of like a pervert showing his dick off in the fucking park. Just (laughs) because you're showing it off doesn't mean you're going to get anything out of it. Like, yes, they get some enjoyment out of it, just the same as people get a little bit of enjoyment out of mental health awareness. But you're still not going to get sex by just showing your dick off in a public park the same way that people aren't going to get magically cured just because you're showing awareness to mental health issues.
0: That's probably one of the weirdest... Um... Weirdest analogies, yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: yes, but it works. It's very true.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess the difference here is that showing your dick off in the park will get you arrested. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> might get you on a couple lists. Um,
0: yeah. you, you're going to have to <laughs> but... move to the neighborhood. You told me about it. Every time you meet a new person, you have to have a conversation about how you're, uh, you're registered.
1: <laughs> registered for the draft is that the same thing <laughs> kind of but um but no the kind of point also i kind of want to say about this anxiety hoodie is like just having the definition on a sweatshirt does jack shit for anybody you know what i'm saying like who's gonna see and, that I mean, except for the person like, selling it yeah you know like who's gonna be like see that shit in public and be like whoa they understand what anxiety is issues are like like <laughs> yeah if you know the I definition so you understand you understand everything Whoa, <laughs> that, that's like you, you know what I'm saying uh, though, it's uh, like it doesn't add anything. Like it doesn't make me think that you're some passion for mental health discussion. It just makes me
0: think that you're a blowhard. It actually makes me think that you know nothing about it because if yes. you knew if you knew about it, you wouldn't be wearing such a thing. Yes. Like, do you think people with mental health issues want to always
1: think about that they have mental health issues? Yeah, yeah, because I,
0: I I have a t-shirt that just says clinical depression on it. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here
1: like it's like it's like starting (laughs) it's like giving somebody a title before their name it's like you know skyrim where it's like the fucking blacksmith in town just has the name blacksmith it's like characterizing a person by their mental health issues certainly does not help them make me make them think that their mental health issues are not the end of the world for them by by prefacing a conversation with being like they have you know they have depression and anxiety and it's like uh yeah okay but what's the rest of that character like what are they actually that's it
0: that's it
1: that's it that's all they got (laughs) it's like okay bro uh what are you really doing to help me out here you know it's kind of like giving people a title before their name and it's like you know like oh i can't think of i'm trying to think of an example it's like
0: it's like pr- pr- like Prince Harry. It'd be like Depression Steve or some shit. <laughs>
1: Colonel, I keep trying to get out of bed, but the, but the clinical depression keeps tying me back to it. You know what I'm saying, though? It's like, okay. Yeah. And I hate when people try to just fucking characterize people by their issues. And like I say, that as I'm making a Kid Cudi a Kid Cudi issue or a Kid Cudi podcast, you know, and it's like mental health is a huge part of music. Yeah, like, but the, well, there's so much more to Kid Cudi than just his depression that I feel like, kind
0: which of, okay. we'll definitely be getting into in future future episodes. Yeah, um, I do, um, and that, that's that's always remember, important to remember is that he's that's just a part of him, and it's he's a lot more. Yeah, than exactly.
1: That. And also, just kind of to wrap up a brief point that I wanted to make earlier with the whole raising awareness thing it's that raising awareness for an issue does absolutely nothing if it doesn't actually contribute to solving the problem you know like can can, donating to mental health fund funds and i'm not saying like you know donating to a cause is going to help shit because just look at something like the breast cancer you know breast cancer funds or whatever they call it you know um yeah yeah Well, I'm trying to think of some of these really shitty organizations where all they do is just take your money and then donate jack shit to actually helping the issue because they get so much money out of donations that, you know, I mean, this is a really hot take for some. But, you know, like a lot of these organizations that take donations, they don't really do much with the donations. They just kind of do it as a care, you know, to make people think that they're a good organization when realistically most of that money that you're donating goes in the pockets of these huge corporation owners.
0: Yeah, or it goes off to pay off the have, ads that, that they had to take
1: donations. out. Yep, all kinds of shit like that. Yeah, and like, so so definitely, I feel like if you,
0: I mean, just as always, look into what you're donating towards.
1: Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about it. But anyways, my point being that you, if you really want to actually make a change about mental health issues, especially being that being having mental health issues isn't really as much as a uh, you know like isn't as big of a stigma as it once was. I think that if you really want to actually help, I think that you'd actually go and like petition or try to make some changes to get people like better health care for mental health issues, getting them more available therapy, more available medication if they need the medication. And, you know, stuff like that and just being more there for them. Like if you actually care about yeah, mental health issues, I think you're going is... to do something that's going to change the situation for somebody who doesn't make their situation living easier
0: even even something as simple as just sitting down and talking to someone and letting letting them and just trying to like empathize with them and try to understand where they are even though something as small as that is pretty is much more helpful than selling anxiety hoodies yeah no shit and once again like no one has to do this this isn't like oh if you're not doing this you're a bad person it's just if you're the type of person who se- sells an anxiety hoodie you if you're the type
1: of person should do who's that. always like Tenfold. I support people with mental health issues or I support I support this and this I support this and that like you're, if you're if all you're doing is saying that you're supporting it you ain't doing shit like show try to show something through your character rather than by your words yeah, yeah, yeah you're just you're just sucking
0: yourself off
1: oh my god dude people are so fucking self masturbatory yeah. practice practice
0: what you preach yes. basically yes. is the message yes. pretty per, pretty simple been repeated over and over but again but hard to understand for some people stating it again yeah mm. I think most of the people who listen to us understand that. Yeah. And most people who listen to Kid Cudi get it. Yeah.
1: I think that's the reason why most people listen to Kid Cuddy because he gets it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: so I think that we so, had a pretty good conversation here. I think this is actually... Yeah. So, okay. So I guess I'll say this right now. We we actually had a little discussion. This is the second, this is the second take of take, this episode. Take two. Basically. Like, we had another one, but we didn't make an outline for it. I finally made an outline.
0: Believe it or not, it was even more rambly than this one.
1: Oh, well, I think we were actually kind of... It was, yeah, this was... We were actually pretty on tight topic. on this one. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really badly... It like, was more... It was kind of bad. I, guess,
0: I guess what I meant is more... This was more like a stream of consciousness. The other one was rambly.
1: Yeah. And so it was kind of just rambling, trying to find a point. Because I had an idea, but I didn't quite to it. But I feel like we really did well. We kind of did this topic justice, especially with some of the, like, you know, like, I, I think I did really well with this, or we did really well with this, and I feel content with this episode as opposed to the last one, um, yeah. but, you know, I think that we're ready
0: to kind of move forward. And go on to Kid Cudi himself more so. Yeah, and kind of examine his music. This was sort of, and just, of course, uh, to give, like, our opinions on where where mental health is at right now, the conditions of right now, and just, this is our perspective on everything, and... Practicing it will it, better it'll better help show exactly why we think certain ways about some of his songs some of his lyrics yeah some of his and kind the of albums, introduce
1: introduce the audience to us too yeah yeah
0: it basically it's like it's introduction mm-hmm. extended but more mm-hmm. focused on something yes precisely
1: so w- what we're going to do for the formatting and it's no secret that we're kind of ripping off on um, watching the throne podcast shout out them um which they retweeted the first episode uh, link, so I actually hope that somebody listens to this, and we're going to try to get the first episode on podcasts on Apple Music podcasts. Of course, yeah. by the time this okay. is actually out, hopefully who knows two, if it'll be on two there? Two
0: days, maybe. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah. we're pretty new to this, so I, you know, just bear with us.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're gonna grow with us, but what we're gonna do is we're going to do like we're going to go through the albums, and mm-hmm. we're going to do them all at once basically. So like, we're going to go over the first track of man on the moon one. And then the next episode after that is track one of man on the moon two. And so we're going to go on and go forth and get through some albums faster than others, but we're going to give, you know, we're going to let the audience kind of go through the albums that they want to listen to track by track. You know what I'm saying? Or at least, yeah. you know, because they're going to be, it's going to kind of save some monotony. Cause other than discussing the same album every week, in the same, you know, not really getting too far and discussing the context and everything. If we take it in this approach, I feel like we'll get more, be able to give more exposition to albums and stuff in uh, at the time periods, rather than waiting like many, many months and a long time until we finally get to like Passion Painted Demon's Land or Kids See Ghosts. So we'll cover a lot more ground this way than we will going through it track by track, you know, m- m- album by album. And so I think that we're really kind of getting somewhere. I do feel that we're going to have a lot more of an audience now and we'll get a lot more done once we get into that. Um, oh, one more thing that I forgot to mention at the very beginning of this episode. So we did originally have a third host and that third host was actually on the episode that we scrapped that was like over this topic we may put that out someday just not anytime soon at all because i feel like we got to actually get a fan base before we can put out shit like that sure. um but he decided that he we me and Aryan worked a little better and that third wheeling kind of as a co-host wasn't quite what he wanted to do and so that's um that's completely okay with us you know and so we'll You're miss right. him, but he's not going anywhere. Maybe we'll have him on as a guest one of these he days, fucking, He
0: fucking died.
1: Yeah, he fucking died. <laughs> but um, no, we might have him as a co-host one of these days, so no worries. But shout out, John. We love you. James. James. Jesus, wow, that's already bad. found his name. That's
0: bad. It's been, it's been, like, what, four hours, and you forgot his name already? Hey,
1: hey, hey, they both start with J. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, so it's going to be just me and Ari, and I'm Arisato, for the record, or Ari. Um, Damien Arisato, full name, but I think most people will just call me Ari or Arisato. Um, I'm Arisato. My Twitter is D-Arisato. Okay, let me spell this out. D-A-R-I-S-A-T-O on Twitter. My Instagram is the same. Wait, no, my bad. My bad. My Twitter handle is D-A-R-I-S-A-T-O 33. That's my Twitter handle. My, My Instagram is the same, but without the 33. Um, Arian, if you'd like to plug yours.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, It's Sanskrit Arian on both IG and Twitter. Sanskrit spelled how it's normally spelled. Arian is A-R-Y-A-N. No no, no connection to anyone else in history. <laughs>
1: uh, wait, no, I thought you got a new Twitter because...
0: Oh, uh, no, it got
1: reinstated. Oh, really? Okay, j- no j- I can't keep I got to oh, edit that in the I Twitter bio. That, don't worry.
0: Okay. We'll, we'll have to cut this part out.
1: No, we can keep it. I think it gives right. a little bit of character. Yeah. And also, did you take out what? Oh, yeah, I'm going to. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> our social media is CastCuddy on Twitter and CuddyCast on Instagram. Yeah. And um, look for us on Spotify. We're now on Spotify. And we'll also post updates on our Twitter about making it onto Apple Podcasts. And anything yeah. else that we so need as news.
0: Yeah, Spotify and YouTube, just look up CuddyCast and you'll find yep. it. Hopefully.
1: I mean, well, I know you can find us on Spotify really easily. YouTube, yeah. I'm not sure. But well, anyways, look for us. I hope we impress you guys. <laughs> and is there anything else you'd like to say?
0: Oh, well, no, that's all, folks. Okay, goodbye.